On the Rebranded Athlete Podcast, we discuss the transition from college athletics to the workforce and sit down with other athletes to hear about their stories of making the transition from leaders on the field to leaders in their career field. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Rebranded Athlete Podcast. This is Coach Sarah. And if you didn't notice, I did take a week off. (laughs) Last week was a holiday weekend, and I just had so many things that I was into. Not that I wasn't committed to you guys, but sometimes in life, it is good to just take a break and to do some self-care, and that's what I did last weekend. So I feel like I'm back now. I'm ready to give back to you guys and bring some great content in the weeks coming up. And as promised, I'm getting some guests that will be scheduled to come onto our podcast soon. So I can't wait to share all their stories with you because there are so many things that we can talk about in the athlete community and also hear stories of former athletes and how they transitioned after sports. But today... We're talking about getting to your destination. It's about the journey, not necessarily the destination. And what I found is that sometimes the journey teaches you about the destination. So let me say that again, because it's a little bit backwards than what we've always usually heard. Okay, We've always heard that it's about the journey, not the destination. But really, sometimes the journey teaches you about the destination. One of the top questions that came up for me anyways when I was an athlete and as I talk to clients as they're transitioning out of sports is now what? The number one question that they're asked and really anybody for that matter as they're transitioning out of anything is now what? What's next? This question for anybody, in particular athletes, can really cause a lot of anxiety as you're expected to figure out all the answers to that one question of what's next. But what if we don't have it figured out? I know for me, I didn't have it all figured out. I had a plan and I thought my plan was great. I was going to go to the teaching credential program right after graduating and that was put on hold. I was not able to get my degree conferred because of one C minus grade that I got my senior year. And my plan didn't happen. So I had to quickly come up with another plan. I didn't have a plan C. I didn't have a plan D. I just had, this is what I was going to do. And to fall back on it, I made sure that I moved back home and I moved in with my parents so that I would at least have that type of cushion as far as finances go and things like that, but never in my wildest dreams did I ever think that I would have walked the line, had a big celebration and graduation, and then in the end be told that my degree actually wasn't conferred. So when people ask me what was next, what was next for me was just getting a job while I figured things out. I had to go back and I had to retake a class. And for me, if I would have went just straight to my destination, I don't think I would have learned the valuable lessons that I did during that really unknown time. And I really don't think that I would have been as prepared even in my professional career if I didn't have some of those setbacks. 
So to answer the question of what's next, it's okay if you don't know. Okay, I want you to sit with that for a moment. It's okay if you don't know what's next. We are so hard on, our, on ourselves and society, you guys, society is what is so hard on us because they always want us to have it figured out. But the truth is, no one really has it figured out. But they figure it out along the way. And that's what I had to do. I had to go and figure out my next steps along the way. And if you don't know me or people who do know me, I am such a planner. I want things planned out and I want to know what's going to happen so that I can plan for it. I can execute it. And when things didn't go my way during that time, I had a really hard time putting those pieces together. But what I've learned through that experience is that flexibility is key and also coming up with alternatives is the key to any type of situation that life throws at you sometimes. The journey. The journey is the most important part. And the journey is really progression towards your desired destination. Okay, it's making progress, getting you to where you eventually want to land or where you eventually want to be. The lessons are the failures or obstacles along the way that you have come across that are going to help you become successful. How boring would it be if you just got from destination A to B without anything in between there? Nothing's handed to you. Just like when you played sports in college, you aren't guaranteed that scholarship. I bet you anything, you had to fight. You had to work hard. You had to put in the time. You had to put in the hours. It wasn't just like a lottery that you won and somebody called your number. You actually had to do the work and you had to learn some lessons along the way, even about being recruited. But what our society also paints for us is that we usually just see people's success without all of the roadblocks that were in the way before they saw that success. Sometimes this can be different things. And unfortunately, nowadays, there's a lot of things that come up just besides people's talents. Sometimes it could be discrimination, gender, race, social status, you name it. These are sometimes the elements that should not be a barrier, but sometimes they are. And you guys are going to find that even in the workplace. You're going to be discriminated against because you are an athlete. Some people have this preconceived notion in their head that athletes are dumb jocks. I'm going to say it. Yeah, they, they think that we're dumb, that we only focus on our sport. But what they really don't know is what we were able to do within our sports. Just because when we are done with our sport and we go into the real world and we try to apply for a job and we don't have this great package that we put together of the list of all these experiences and job jobs that we've had, maybe internships, all these things we were able to do in college because you know what? Our internship was in the gym. And I'll take that kind of internship any day over some office job because what I learned on the court, the lessons that I learned taking away from the challenges that I faced the adversity I overcame and the moments that I didn't think I could go anymore. And I did. And I proved that to not only myself, but my team and also the people who are watching us that 
I'd rather box that up and take that with me in my life and learn how to apply it than have a long laundry list of all these experiences that didn't teach me those life lessons. When I was done with sports and when I was trying to get a job, even in my career, I was told that I didn't have enough experience. Even though deep down I knew I was qualified for the job. I knew that I would be able to contribute. I knew that I would be able to leave that place whenever I decided to and leave it better than the way I found it. I was still told that I didn't have enough job experience because I spent the time in the gym rather than a time at a job. But you can't let that stand in the way. And the people who don't realize that are people who don't really understand who athletes are and what our potential is. You have so much to give to the world, but it's a matter of letting people who are non-athletic or not involved with sports really understand what you bring to the table. As I moved my way up from being a teacher to an administrator, I was also told I was too young. I was too young to be a leader. What do you mean I'm too young to be a leader? (laughs) I have been a leader my whole life on the court. From the age of eight years old, when I was told to be the team captain at the age of eight, and again when I was in middle school, and again when I was in high school, and yet again when I was in college, when I got out into the real world and I wanted to take a step up in the arena where I had decided to major in and to give my all in education, I was told I was too young to be a leader. But you know what? (laughs) That didn't stop me. That actually fueled my fire. And for the next few years, it allowed me to become the type of leader that I had always envisioned and even more. And when I look back at that part of my journey and where it's gotten me today, I really believe that those people back then who told me that I didn't have enough experience and that I was too young, really that fed me. Okay, It fed me in a way where it drove me to be an even better leader than I could have even anticipated because I wanted to prove to all those people that it doesn't matter how much experience you have on paper and it definitely doesn't matter what your age is. If you were born to lead, There's no age cap on that, and there's no minimum requirement. If you're a natural-born leader, you lead when it's time. You lead when there's opportunity, and you don't wait for anybody to tell you when it's time to lead those to success. And looking back, I think I could have gotten there a lot sooner had I known how to communicate the skills I had learned as an athlete. I had leadership experience. I just didn't know how to say that. Like I said, I was a captain. I'd been a captain since I was eight years old. I was also a coachable person. You guys, being a boss right now, being an administrator, I love working with coachable people, coachable employees. Those are the ones that make the best employees because you're able to coach them. You're able to work with them. I was also dedicated to my craft. I was dedicated to any task that came my way. I didn't know how to say that on a resume. 
I was committed to my team. I was committed to my academics, but finding a way to say that without actually having a job prior to my first job application, that was tough. I was also skilled to help people problem solve. Okay, I was a problem solver myself. That's what you do as an athlete, especially when you're in situations that you have to get out of or ways you have to find different strategies. That kind of skill, I'm sorry, but you're not going to learn that hands-on at an internship job. Those are lessons that are taught through athletics that transfer over into any other area. I was highly qualified, but yet in their eyes, <laughs> I didn't have the certifications for the job. And even now, I have every single certification you can imagine. And I think reflecting back and looking on that and the reason why I've done that is because I feel like I've had to prove that to people. But you as an athlete, you don't have to go and get all these fancy degrees to actually prove yourself and prove your self-worth. You are worthy of having a life full of alignment, aligning with who you are and who you want to be, and also being intentional with the types of jobs and the type of things that you give back to the world. I knew I was meant for greatness. I've always known that, but I didn't let anybody hold me back from that. And yes, it probably took me a whole lot longer than what it should have to get to where I am right now, but I have no regrets about my journey because I know that it's part of getting me to my destination. I mean, think about it. How boring would it be if I just went to right to being principal <laughs> as I am right now? I'm a school principal. How boring would that be? I went right from graduating college, boom, to where I am right now. I wouldn't have known what to do in the job that I have right now. I wouldn't have had the experience. I wouldn't have had the hardships. I wouldn't have had the lessons that I learned along the way and learned how to apply it to the job I have now and leading my team forward. As a highly recruited athlete, I had the opportunity to go to some big schools that were already successful. Lots of them. I'm not even going to name them because <laughs> it was so long ago. In fact, I probably can't, can't even remember all of the places I was recruited to. But they were some top schools that were already performing and already winning championships. I chose Cal State Fullerton because I wanted to be part of the journey of building the program. And I knew going in that I would probably not see a championship in the four years. And it actually ended up being five because I blew out my ACL my freshman year that I played. But I did see the team and the players that I helped to recruit during my time two years later win the Big West championship. You guys, that was like me winning with them. It didn't matter that I was not there on the day that they got their trophy and they got their rings, but I was part of the school for the first time in history, being part of growing that program and setting the foundation for Cal State Fullerton Volleyball. And as a professional, I feel like I'm still on my journey. I have not arrived to my destination yet. And I think that's the beautiful thing about life and how it takes us on different journeys. Although I've made it to being a leader and I'm a leader at a school site and within the district, there's no way I feel like I've made it to my final destination. And I'm not done yet. 
every day I come in, I'm looking for different ways to improve my skills, improve myself as a leader, and inspire those around me to do the same. So athletes, listen up. I'm talking to you. If you feel frustrated or you're worried about the next step, don't be. If you take the time to enjoy the lessons you're learning right now, instead of focusing solely on landing that dream job, you could be missing out on some of the most valuable life lessons and opportunities that are right in front of you. Live in the moment and enjoy this ride that you're on right now. You're going to look back and see that any hardships, any roadblocks, any barriers, any challenges that you come across prepared you to be for exactly where you needed to be at the right time. There's no doubt about it. I have no doubt that you are going to be part of the group of athletes that help to change the world. I truly believe that athletes are the ones that are meant to change the world. So let me leave you with one last quote by Arthur Ashe. Success is a journey, not a destination. The doing is more important than the outcome. Remember that you're going to have lots of success in your life and I can't wait to see what you're going to bring to the world. Right, you guys, reach out to me at Rebranded Athlete on Instagram, our webpage. If you have questions or you need support, make sure to like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. I don't want you to miss any episodes. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode of the Rebranded Athlete Podcast.